This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. The Buck Sexton Show. So, team, the latest research from YouGov, I don't know how much you trust YouGov or not, but says that Americans are divided on the Dakota Access Pipeline, but most back the decision to deny the lake permit. What is going on here? People, one time of fake news, people have no idea what the truth of the Dakota Access Pipeline is. So to make sure that we're all totally set straight on the record and know what's going on, we are joined now by Congressman Kevin Kramer. He's a Republican congressman from North Dakota. He's got a piece up in the Wall Street Journal, what the Dakota Access Pipeline is really about. Congressman, thank you for joining. Thanks for the opportunity. Pleasure. So we hear this is about protecting Native American heritage. We hear this is about water rights. We hear this is about protecting the environment. All of that is not true. Well, let's start with the environment. First of all, this pipeline would carry somewhere between 470,000 to 570,000 barrels of oil per day from uh, the Bakken of North Dakota to the uh, to the Potoka, Illinois um, hub. Well, all of, that's already happening. That oil is being produced. It's being hauled, but it's being hauled on trains and long-haul trucks, all of which are much more intrusive on the environment than is a pipeline. So it can't be about the environment. So, so let me just be um, clear, Congressman. If yeah. someone's concerned about CO2, preventing the pipeline will, as just a, a matter of the factual reality, send more CO2 into the air. That's exactly right. Right. Okay. So there's that level. Uh, Let's talk about water. Sure. So the... the the legitimate question that the Standing Rock uh, Sioux Tribe had was the proximity of this pipeline to its water intake uh, downstream of the Missouri River. Um, you know, it's a legitimate question, but it's also been answered and answered to the to the satisfaction of the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers, the satisfaction of uh, a D.C. Circuit Court judge uh, appointed by Barack Obama, satisfied to the satisfaction of a three-court appellate panel in the D.C. Circuit. So, and here's how it's addressed. This pipeline will be horizontal, directionally drilled under the Missouri River, and it will be double-lined in uh, steel. That The uh, route goes from 92 to 115 feet below the surface, <laughs> below the surface of all bedrock um, between between the water, the river itself, and of the pipeline. It'll have the latest in, in technology, so it'll have sensors on both sides that will sense any you know, drop in pressure immediately, and then, you know, the valves that turn off both sides. I mean, so, so it's really not about the water. And by the way, the intake... The brand new intake that's being built and paid for by the federal government for the Standing Rock Sioux Tribe will be, and it, by, it's to be operational yet this month, is 73 miles downstream of this uh, this pipeline. By the way, there's a there's a uh, railroad bridge that's about a, less than a mile and a half from the new intake that carries Bach and crude across it every day in, in trains. So theoretically, I mean that railroad bridge. Something trains have problems, just like anything can have problems, but they're, they're not all complaining and protesting about the possibility of a pipeline spill from the uh, the rail the rail bridge. And aren't there also many 
places where the Missouri already is crossed by pipelines? We had a, a security expert on earlier in the week who said that there are over 200 crossings of the Missouri. That, that's true, and we've counted uh, about 14 um, just in North Dakota alone that are upstream of the Dakota Access Pipeline. There's one. Th- there's a refinery right on the Missouri River on the Mandan side, Bismarck Mandan. Uh, the Missouri River splits the, the, our two cities. On the Mandan side, there's a they, there's a refinery that carries refined product immediately west uh, across the Missouri River. Uh, you know, to markets uh, or immediately east, so it carries mark. Uh, petroleum product, gasoline, diesel fuel, you know, jet fuel, things like that, uh, east into Fargo and Minnesota. So um, th- that already happens uh, in many, many places. The difference is this is going to be the latest, greatest, furthest underground, uh, best uh, technology uh, of any pipeline of, of all these fossil fuel pipelines that already crossed the Missouri We're River. speaking to Representative Kramer. He is a Republican from North Dakota. Uh, Congressman, what are the benefits that this pipeline would bring to? I mean, across it's in it's in your home state. What are the benefits this would would have for just if, across the board? Well, what are the good things that would come from the pipeline? Sure. Well, first of all, go, you know, it goes back to sort of our first discussion about the environment. This is the most environmentally friendly way to move petroleum products is by pipeline. It's also the safest. It's the most secure. But it's also the most efficient. And at a time when when fifty dollars a barrel you know, is uh, sort of becoming hopefully the new standard, um, but it's been as low as $30 in recent months. The margin for producing and moving this product, which, by the way, it's 13 degrees below zero in Bismarck this morning. We like petroleum products a lot. It keeps us, doesn't just keep us flying and driving and farming and keeps us warm. I'm never and, complaining um, about New York weather again. Go ahead, Congressman. Yeah, yeah, there you go. It's, yeah, good idea. So, so, it's important to get this stuff to to market. It's important for it to be profitable. It's important for the jobs that it creates. I mean, but for the, the, you know the the uh, ev- really the evolution of, of fracking to the point where now it's a, a renaissance, an oil renaissance in our country. The last eight years would have been an even worse economy. It was really energy that has kept this country afloat economically for the last several years. So. Um, you know, there's all of that. There's the, 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 let's just talk about safety. Trucks on the road. You take these great big trucks, and I'm all for trucking. Don't get me wrong, but um, you, you know the, the, the traffic deaths and fatalities, uh, accidents and whatnot. Uh, all of that is diminished with a pipeline. And in terms of respecting Native American culture, heritage, and, and all the rest of that, because they've been sort of the vanguard of this protest movement. I know there's a lot of non-Native Americans who have showed up in this encampment. The encampment's rather large, by the way, correct? I've seen photos. Yeah. I haven't been there myself, yeah. but my understanding is it's pretty big. It is very big. It's several thousand people at any given time. They come and go, but um, it's, all the, by the way, it's also an illegal encampment. It's on federal land. They're trespassing, but the federal government chose to allow that and shouldn't be surprised that several, uh, you know, a lot of other illegal activities have stemmed from their enabling. Um, so anyway, uh, so it is you, you mentioned, okay, can, I, can I just push in one thing, sure. uh, Congressman, or, or bring up one thing, I should say? There was an improvised explosive device that was detonated on a public bridge. You brought this up in the Wall Street Journal. I mean, I think people have a very – the American people, it's not necessarily anyone's fault because the way this is being covered, right. they have a uh, – they think this is sort of like Woodstock meets you know, Native American rights. You get an IED blowing up on a bridge. You've got people that are pretending that this is all about – Native American land when it's not even on uh, it's right. not even on their land. There's a lot of misinformation out there about this. There is, and and that is, uh, and that's often the case when you have one movement that is 
bent on telling the lie, and the other movement that simply just wants the law to prevail, um, you know, you sort of get swamped by social media and things, and that's, that's definitely happened. However, I do think that with more information the last few weeks, that tide is turning a little bit. I mean, this week, the USA Today actually opined in favor of the pipeline. The Washington Post, just uh, yesterday or the day before, opined as an editorial board in favor. The Wall Street Journal opined this week in favor of it. So I do think that's starting to turn a little bit. Um, Plus, they just overreached. So you talk about illegal activity. Improvised explosive devices is certainly one of those things, but they lit fires on, on private land, uh, trampled private land. Uh, a lot of livestock has been missing. Uh, they've stampeded bison. There are bison herds out here, that you know, domestic bison herds that they've stampeded, thrown Molotov cocktails at police officers, harassed police officers' families until they had to move. We have police officers in Bismarck and Mandan whose families have had to leave their house. They have to live somewhere else while this is going on. Um, National Guard members who've been spit on in their homes, uh, in their in their you know, the hallways of their apartment buildings, and things like that. It's it's just been awful. Sl- slashing of tires. Um, they they come to town and wash their hair and bathe basically in restaurant um, restrooms, public restrooms. Uh, you know, post. At home addresses of members of Congress on their Facebook pages. I can't imagine what the reason for that would be. So, um, yeah, it's been it's been pretty awful. But what do they say, Congressman? I mean, given that now you, you're giving us a much fuller picture of this protest movement and what's going on. You know, I've got a bunch of friends in California who are sort of artist creative types, and I see their Facebook sure. posts, and they, you know, they're all, oh, we need to stand with the Native Americans, and this is about peaceful protest, and I'm like. You know, you've got a very skewed view, and these are actually people that I know. I have to talk to them about this stuff. I'm going to set them straight, Congressman, I promise. But (laughs) what do the protesters really want? I mean, if you sat down across the table from them and just said to them, okay, guys, what makes you all go away? What would it be? Just just no pipeline? What do they say they want? Well, there, there are some groups that are just the keep-it-in-the-ground crowd, and, and they think that somehow by avoiding this last quarter of a mile under the river, they can keep oil in the ground. Well, that's just obviously not true. Some people really are just you know, idealists. They're ideologues that just you know, believe in a cause, and this is sort of the cause of the day. You have Black Lives Matter out here. But one of the things that's happening, and, and most recently, Wesley Clark Jr. headed up and, and encouraged thousands of veterans to come and stand with Standing Rock. He raised uh, over a million dollars in a GoFundMe page, didn't show up. They're all out there freezing their butts off now and having to be rescued by our first responders, abandoned, and there's and, the, and having to pay their own way because Wesley Clark Jr. seems to not be accountable for the million dollars. There's a lot of that stuff. There's a lot of GoFundMe accounts that are taken advantage. Yeah, people are expo- people are exploiting this for their own purposes. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. one more for you, Congressman. I'm gonna let you go. I know you're busy today. No problem. Um, the Obama administration told the Army Corps of Engineers to stand down. Looks very transparent, very political to me. What say you? Well, first of all, the, the Corps of Engineers issued a 408 permit to go under the river, and then withdrew it when the the Department of Justice specifically um, decided that uh, it wasn't such a great idea. Let's put a hold on it. Um, but in the meantime, but it should be known that over 200 other um, Corps of Engineers permits have been issued, and the pipeline has been built in those areas. They also had an easement, which is what they also need. They have a draft easement that's been sitting on the desk of the commander for about four months. Um, 
ready to go. They've done further consultation. In fact, three weeks ago, on November 14th to be specific, they sent a letter, they being the Department of the Army, sent a letter saying that uh, after uh, further review and accounting for information from the tribes and the pipeline companies in September, that it's con- they've concluded its uh, previous decisions comported with the legal requirements. In other words, it's a legal pipeline. You know, uh, so I think... Um, you know, at the end of all of this, at the end of all this, there'll be a, a new administration that will straighten this out. But I think in the end, th- th- this president, uh, he was ac- is acquiescing for political you know, reasons to his base, his far extreme leftist anti-fossil fuel base. By the way, all these protesters fly in on aircraft that use jet fuel and or, or they drive in with cars that use fuel. There's a lot of hypocrisy. Um, but uh, the, the, the real tragedy here, in my view, here's the, the greater concern I have, if you don't mind, and that sure. is what kind of a signal this sends to all kinds of infrastructure uh, investment in this country, whether it's highways, bridges, uh, wind farms, if you care about that sort of thing. Um, we have, I've had investors in water pipelines now that have, that have stopped. Uh, because they can't go to they can't go to the street and get equity because of the uncertainty that that the rules could be changed not not be just prior to the game not in the middle of the game but after the game is over that they can actually withdraw a permit that they've already issued billions of dollars been spent on and then say ah we've changed our minds that that's a that's a chilling chilling message to send to uh, to job creators in this country so there's a lot at stake here but hopefully the new sheriff uh, Donald Trump uh, I've had a visit with him about it I think that uh, I think we're going to see a little different, uh, well, little different attitude as we I, go forward. I think but, that's a, but legally, think that's it's a safe be a bet, Congressman. Yeah. Kevin Kramer is Republican Congressman from North Dakota. He's also got a piece up in the Wall Street Journal you can check out about the Dakota Access Pipeline. Congressman Kramer, great to have you, sir. Really appreciate your time today. Thanks for the opportunity. Always a pleasure. The Buck Sexton Show. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800 800-600- 600 1645 800 600 1645